Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. I want to look at uh, with you guys to a topic that uh, I haven't really gone into, but I've given you pieces of it in other uh, sermons or teachings that I've had. And um, I want to take you guys to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13. And there's a verse that starts, it says, Having heard uh, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. And so I want to focus on that. Um, so you and I have a responsibility, as the scripture says, having heard the word of truth. And I've told you guys many times before that uh, every situation that you're in is not the truth. The, um, the word of God is truth, but the Bible tells us so. Because thy word is truth, sanctify them with thy truth. Thy word is truth. So we know then that all of your situation and situations that I will ever be in our life is not the truth. It is factual, but it's not the truth. And as you and I both know, that facts do change based on what's going on on the ground, as they say. And so uh, the facts of your situation is constantly changing and moving based on the time frame that you have to do whatever you need to do or need that you have uh, that is before you. So um, facts, as I mentioned, can be changed, but the truth can never be changed. It is constant. And so because it is a constant thing, God has referred that to you and I for us to apply this constant thing within situation that is constantly moving, changing of facts. And so uh, he knew that you and I are looking for a, if you will, some form of security. There is nothing more secure than the whole and the word of God, because it is the, um, he spoke the word and caused the world be made by the word the world was made and we saw that and we know that that's all through the bible and so i'm trying to focus you on this little piece it says having heard the word of truth and the the word of truth the purpose of the word of truth is to bring you salvation the gospel of your salvation the good news of your salvation whatever you are in today there is a good news of your salvation based on the truth of God. Uh, if you are sick, based on the truth of God, you can get salvation, the gospel of your salvation. If you are having a need for work, a job, you can know the truth on that. And your situation, your factual situation, is that you are without a job. Um, the factual situation is that you may have AIDS in your body. But the truth is, according to the Word of God, you and I have been healed by the act that uh, those soldiers did on the back of Jesus Christ. By his stripes, we, we were healed. So there was a, a penalty and that there was a payment for that penalty that was already taken care of. So you and I have credit. Um, based on what Jesus has 
And it's up to you and I to come and utilize that credit or that truth with our faith. It is the currency by which we um, uh, make the exchange of the truth within a situation versus the fact of the situation. So I want to take you guys to some of the, uh, 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 in the scriptures in the Bible, so you can see some situations about this uh, truth. And so there is a responsibility upon the, the hearer to make decisions. So um, I know that a lot of people don't, uh, um, you know, try to put it on God and all this type of stuff. It is time for us to grow up as people on this planet. Um, and I are called to be uh, listening at all times, to be in a state of awareness, uh, as they say, um, that you and I are aware of when the word is speech uh, spoken, and there must be a responsibility or an action, a corresponding action based on that. So Jesus utilized a parable in the uh, book of uh, Luke. It's also in Matthew and, and John, we know, Gospels. But he utilized a parable to show the type of um, uh, hearts or hearers out there. Um, not, you know, the hearer also has to do with the spiritual piece of the person. But um, this piece, of, he, in the parable, is talking about the different types of hearers. And uh, let's take a look and see those types are. And he used, again, as I said to you, this parable to illustrate what he was talking about. A farmer went out to sow his seed. And the seed is the gospel of your salvation or the word of God. Um, so this farmer went out to sow his seed. He was scattering the seed. Some fell along path. It was trampled on and the birds ate it. So we see that this farmer, picture Jesus is painting. He is, uh, um, you know, uh, moving and, and throwing some of the seeds and some scattered on the uh, ground on the path. Let's go to verse 6. Some fell on rocky grounds, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. 7. Others' seed fell amongst the thorn, which grew up and it uh, grew up with it and choked the plant. Verses 8. Still, other seed fell on the ground, on the good soil. It came up, filled a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, Whosoever has ears to hear, let them hear. So we see that Jesus is talking about all these different types of hearers. And he makes a statement as to who is in the state of readiness, who is, um, uh, are aware of what I'm saying, he needs to hear it. So now um, his disciples ask him, what does the parable mean? And so he begins to tell them, um, and he makes a distinction between the disciples and the others outside, meaning the religious folks, um, people of the world. He tells them that he speaks to others um, as uh, in parables, but to the disciples, he speaks differently. And I've talked to you guys to this. The Bible, the mandate that God gave to us was not to go ye into the world and make members, church members. But we see that, that the Western Christianity is interested in church members. The mandate was go ye into our preach the gospel and make disciples. Because disciples now, he speaks to them differently. And so, 
He said to them in verse 10, The knowledge of the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, the disciples, but to the others, to the other people, to those in the world, to the religious folks, I speak in parables, so that through seeing they may not see, through hearing they may not understand. So one can hear and understand. And so it then um, is incumbent upon the person, the hearer, to be ready to hear. And so we're going to look at some principles as to readiness of people in the scriptures so that you can see for yourself which and how it bears fruit. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God, the gospel of your salvation. That's the word of God. Those belong to the path are the ones who hear, then the devil comes and take away the word from their heart so that they may not believe and be saved, so that they will not believe and be saved. That's where we see faith, because it says the gospel of your salvation, whether it's salvation or the gospel of you being saved in any situation that you, you find yourself in, because this gospel is able to save you from them all. So we know, you've heard me talk about that process that God has put in place. For by grace are you saved through faith. It's a gift of God, the process. The combination of grace from God and the common addition of your faith, that process, when you put them together, you, um, you shall be saved. And we see that the purpose of the word in uh, verse 12, it says, though along the path, those along the path, the ones who hear, so we know that they hear, the hearer, then the devil comes right away and steals that word from them, takes away that revelation, takes away what was deposited in their heart. What was his purpose of doing that? So that they may not believe and be saved. So we see the purpose of the enemy coming into your life and uh, keeping you focusing on the facts and not on the gospel of your salvation is uh, because he doesn't want you to believe and be saved. And we look at a situation with Peter. I've talked to you guys so many times about that uh, situation with Peter. Let's take a look at it. Peter now sees Jesus coming on the water. And he's walking towards them, the disciples. And he's on the water. Peter says, if that's you, master, because they thought it was a ghost. If that's you, master, bid me come um, and walk with you. And Jesus said to him, come. So the truth is able to save him. How? Truth of coming is able to have this man step out of a boat and walk water. And Peter is walking to Jesus. The truth is that he can walk on water because he's proving that he can. That is the truth. So now let's see what happens when he began to shift his focus from off of the truth and focus on the facts that was before him. So as he's walking to Jesus, it tells us that the situation of his life begins to change. It begins to get rough, begins to get a little darker, and he's looking around. He doesn't know. The landlord is coming. The time clock is there. Bills are piling up, and there's a change in the situation. And so now I have a tendency moving from the fact of the word, my God shall supply all your needs, and walk on water. We are then begin to shift our focus from off of the, uh, the, the truth of the word of God 
we begin to focus on the facts of our situation, but uh, we, we begin to doubt, begin to question because of a timeline that we see that things are not manifesting in our um, the time that we want it manifest. And so because it's not manifesting uh, in the time that we don't want it, then something must be wrong. Um, you know, God don't help. He doesn't care. All of those things that we say. Why? Because we've switched from off of the truth and we began to focus on the fact. But the Bible states that the truth, okay, um, it says, having heard the word of the truth, gospel of our salvation. So we know this gospel is the power to save us. And we see in verses 12 that the purpose of the enemy stealing all of that, causing us to switch from the truth to the facts, is so that we may not believe and be saved. So let's take a look at verse 13. Those on the rocky grounds are the ones who received the word. So they heard it and they received it with joy. They were pretty happy. Things are going good. Just like Peter, Peter received it with, with, and was very excited. And he, um, you know, he jumped out of the boat, got into the, uh, the water, begins to walk on the water. And we see that he switched from the truth to the, uh, the fact. And the Bible tells us that he began to sink. And so um, he received it with joy because he jumped out. And when they heard, uh, but they have not, no root in him, didn't allow that thing to sink in Peter. And because he didn't allow it to sink and stay there, he got moved. And you'll see that there's a correlation in the scripture when it talks to that because it says in verse 15, but the seed... On good soil stand for those who are noble, good of heart, who hears the word, retain the word, and by preserve, uh, persevering, use a meaning that word means uh, to uh, maintain under extreme pressure. And so you and I are called, according to verse 15, to maintain, stay with the truth, even on the extreme pressure. So let's go back to verse 13. Those on the rocky grounds are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while. In time of testing, they fail. They fall away. Time of testing is when you have your facts and your truth lining up and you choose one or the other. Maintain or you choose your facts and you will sink as Peter did. Verse 14, the seed that fell among the thorns stand for those who hear. See, everyone is hearing, but there are different types of hearers, as you see, and the preparedness of that hearer to receive the word that they are hearing. But as those, uh, but they go on their way, are choked by life worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature become mature Christian. We see that all day long, and we know that there's a couple of things that they're more focused on. They're choked on the life. Uh, Paul tells it is better for us to stay single than to be married because we are able to focus. If we're married, we will focus on those things that are uh, the worries of life. Uh, people, Some people chase riches. We know about those and pleasures and so forth. And so they are different types of hearers as we continue to read. But verse 15, But the seed of uh, on good ground soil are those that 
hear the word. They are, they are noble and they are good heart. These people are really, truly hearers of the word. And I'll show you guys how um, they are here, what type of hearers they are. Um, we see that uh, who hears the word, they retain it, meaning that they hold on to it, um, resist the devil. The Bible tells us, and he shall flee. So what they're doing, they're putting their, fo their faith in this word that they heard, and they're retaining it. They're holding on to it, having heard the word of truth, the gospel of their salvation. So they're waiting for that. But the Bible says there's a process that takes place. It says, and by uh, preserving, produce a crop, meaning that under pressure. We see that in the life of Abraham. It tells us that he was not uh, weak in faith. He was strong in faith by giving glory unto God. And I told you guys how we stay within that timeline is that we are giving glory unto the God. And as he began to give glory unto God, the Bible tells us that he got a revelation that God was able to keep his word. So let's take a look at Mark chapter 5 verses 25 through 34. And this is a passage, basically, uh, the woman, an issue of blood that she have. And if you understand the Bible customs, manners and customs, she wasn't supposed to be out in the streets. She's supposed to be separated because of this blood that she had. And so it was actually against the law for her to be out in the street because of the priest there. She could have been stoned and so forth. So she is risking her life um, as a result of what she heard. So let's take a look at this instant with this story, a woman in the crowd had suffered with twelve for twelve years constant bleeding. She had suffered a great deal from from many doctors over the years. She had spent everything she had to pay for them. So we know she was a woman of means, but she had gotten no better. In fact, she had gotten worse. How many of you guys have heard this, and maybe you are a part of it? Now here is the answer. She had heard about Jesus so she came she came up behind and and she said she said within herself she heard about Jesus okay and uh, it tells us so she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe for she thought in herself if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. So she wasn't looking for anything. She didn't want an audience with him. She had put her faith, her hearing. She heard about him. She was a special or a different type of hearer than many of the others. And let me show you what the Bible tells how you and I should be hearing. Galatians 3, 2. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law? Or by hearing with faith. So that is how you and I are called to become a true hearer of the word. Because Jesus makes a statement and he says, those who have ears, let them hear. And so you have to have uh, ears or hearing with faith. They're waiting to get something as a result. And if you are not um, hearing with faith, you ain't getting anything. And so this woman with the issue of blood she heard, and she said, let me just touch his, he, uh, his robe and I'll get my healing. And it tells us that she was doing something that is against the the custom at that time. She, Her life, this was serious, guys. She was, uh, her, her life was uh, um, uh, being uh, out there. She could have died if if uh, um, this crowd had turned around and before she got her healing or anything like that. If anyone knew, could uh, maybe a neighbor could have said something. And she would have been stoned. Anyway, 
This woman uh, uh, said she wants to touch him, tells us that when she touched him, something happened in Jesus Christ, and he is the word, the living word. And so he is the gospel of our salvation. And so as you put your faith hearing, as I mentioned to you guys earlier in uh, verses uh, uh, 12, the purpose of uh, the enemy to come is so that they may not believe the word that they heard and be saved. And if you're coming by faith and you want something, because there is a demand that she made already, the demand was that I need to touch him. So your faith comes with a demand. God's faith came with a demand when he said, let there be light. And there was light. And so Jarius came, his faith came with a demand. And he, um, Jesus healed his daughter. Uh, the centurion soldier, his faith came with a demand. So you have to be in a state of readiness. And so the Bible tells us in, 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 that Jesus realized that there's healing power had gone out from him and he turned around and he says, touch me. And so he, uh, it tells us that she begins to, um, began to tell what was happening. Luke, uh, actually, Luke chapter 8, verses 43 to 48 gives you a better picture. He says, when a woman realized, um, that he, uh, that she could not stay hidden because she was trying to stay, she didn't want anyone to know, she began to tremble and fell to her knees again because I told you she could have been stoned in front of him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. Jesus responded, he says, daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well or whole. Go in peace. So you and I are called, let those that hear, um, uh, we are called to be in a state of readiness, a state faithfulness or state of faith. And so, um, and if we are not there, uh, we could be uh, in a space where we don't get, as the scripture says, the gospel, our salvation. So I'm trying to bring to you guys that I understand what's going on around you. The truth says that God is your supplier. And so what you have to be able, as he said, having heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. And so what, how are we going to handle our hearing? What is our responsibility? Uh, for hearing the word of truth, um, by hearing with faith. So you and I are called to hear with faith. And as we begin to do that, the Bible tells us that um, we will get our, our desired outcome. First uh, uh, John, uh, what we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you also, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So he talks and the disciples were talking about hearing and, and seeing what Jesus had done. And so you and I are called to hear and be in a state of readiness um, so that we can become a witness. Because as she began, to, she heard by faith, she went, she got her healing, and then she turned around and began to preach the gospel to those that are around her. And so I want to bring that to you guys. It is our responsibility to be in a right, uh, faith, uh, uh, faithful state, you know, so that we can receive, uh, the gospel of our salvation. I don't care what you're in. I don't care what situation you're in. That is not the truth. As I've said to you before, um, 
Uh, it is, those are, are the facts. They're simply not the truth. And let me show you what Jesus says. Those, everyone, uh, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and act on them, as I said, uh, the woman with the issue of blood, she heard the word that Jesus Christ is a healer, and she acted on what she heard. And so she went to get her healing. He had come, and she was in a state, as they said, uh, as I read to you guys earlier, state where she was uh, um, hearing with faith. And so being in that state, she was able to get what she wanted. And so Jesus says, those that hear my word and act on them, if you act on the word of God and focus on the truth, it will become the gospel of your salvation. Um, and Jesus says that the person who does this, according to Matthew seven twenty four, therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and act on them may be compared to a wise man build his house on the rock. And so um, you and I, in the eyes of Jesus Christ, he talks about two different men. He talks in, in 26, he says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And so as the word tells us that uh, you and I have to be in a state of believing, a state. Uh, so when Jesus is walking the road, and you see, we read about these things all the time. These two blind men yelling at him, uh, Jesus, son of David, um, come heal my eyes. Son of David, come heal my eyes. And Jesus is walking, minding his own business. And he turns around and yells at them, what do you want? And they said, heal our eyes. And he said to them, do you believe that I can do this? And they said, yes. And Jesus said, so be it according to your faith. So these men, we see, they were hearing, they heard about Jesus Christ. And they heard that he was walking by. And they've heard, and they heard about him healing people all over. And so hearing with faith. So these guys were just probably just waiting for him to show up because faith um, you know, the scripture tells us that faith comes by hearing people walking around and they hear people talking about this man, Jesus healing, just like this woman heard it because people were talking about it. Faith was building in them and they were just waiting for him to show up. And then when he did, he, they started yelling at him, get his attention. So they, because they were blind, you remember? So they heard that he, this commotion going on and uh, they heard people talking that Jesus is here. And they began to um, call him over to make a demand. Uh, their faith was making a demand on the word of God. Jesus Christ is the living word. And so you and I are called to make a demand, our faith, uh, to be making a demand on the li living word so that you and I can allow the gospel, uh, the word of truth, uh, to, to become the gospel of our salvation by our obedience to the word. And so, as you see in verse 15 eh, that we talked about uh, when, you know, we're looking at Luke chapter 8, and that verse 15 tells us that, and I want to bring you back to that, it tells us, by the seed, but the seed on good ground, good soil, stand for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, so this woman with the issue of blood, she heard, retained it and deposited it in her spirit. And she said, she said, the scripture says, she said within herself, if I can just garment. So she held on to it. And because she retained it, it caused her to become active. 
become a doer. The scripture says, faith without works is dead, so you have to become doing doing something so that you can make a demand on it. These blind men, they began to uh, do something. They heard about this guy walking around healing people, and they began to do something. They were waiting for him. They heard the noise and the, the commotion, and they began to yell, faith without works is dead. So they began to yell at him to grab his attention so that they can ha- allow uh, the gospel become uh, their salvation. So the the there's the fact of these men they were blind. The fact with the woman with the issue of blood that she was sick, she was dying, she was broke. The fact that were those things. But the truth came by, and it became. It says having heard the word of truth. So that woman heard the word of truth. The men, uh, the blind men, they heard the word of truth. Jesus is a healer. And so they allowed the word of truth to become the gospel of their salvation. How did they do that? The ingredients that they use, that they believed God, they were in faith, and they got what they needed. And so we see in verses 12 in uh, Luke that the, the devil, he says that they heard it. Uh, they, uh, verse 12, let me read that to you. Those along the path are the ones who hear the word, and the devil comes and take it away, uh, take away the word from their heart. So he didn't even allow it to, um, as it says, to retain it. He didn't allow them to retain the word. And so because he didn't allow them to retain the word, they never got it. Why? Because those guys weren't ready yet. And if you're ready, like this woman with the issue of blood, she was ready. She had done everything in her power. These blind men, they were ready, everything in their power. And so... They were ready and they were in faith. And because they were ready, it says that the word of God became the gospel of their salvation. And so the truth turned into their facts and changed their facts. So that's what I'm telling you guys. Facts can be changed. And we see that uh, these blind men, their facts change. The woman with the issue of blood, her facts change with the truth. So the Bible tells us, Jesus says, if the truth comes into your life, you shall be free. And these women, this woman was free, these blind men were free, and you shall be free indeed. And so the scripture tells us that there's a responsibility that needs to be with you and I as I continue in verse 12 and show you guys that they, the word, uh, the, the devil comes and take away the word from their heart. He didn't, as I mentioned, didn't allow them to retain it. Why? What was the purpose once you have retained it? It tells us so that they may, they might not believe and be saved. So the purpose of the word when you and I retain it is to believe it and we shall, and this, once we believe the word of God, then that gospel, the word that we heard will become the gospel of our salvation. And so I'm trying to tell you guys that you have to be in a space. You guys hear me teaching and preaching the word. You hear people, uh, teaching and preaching the word. But if you're not in a state, a readiness, a space of faith, you're just hearing you're one of those others that we read about in the book of, uh, in chapter 8 in Luke. And so it identifies the di- the different type of hearers and where they are uh, um, in their uh, faith or their believing. Because the purpose, as I mentioned to you in, in chapter 8, verses 12, is so that you would believe. And, but the enemy is coming so that you may not believe. And that's why the Bible tells us he's a thief. It tells us that he's a, he's a thief 
fire. And so we see that he stole the word from these guys. He stole that seed, the word of God, and it wasn't allowed to, um, to, to be retained by the hearer. But you also, as you retain it, is going to come and try and steal it from you and then try and change your circumstances to change your the facts in your life to cause you now to disconnect from the truth as he did with Peter. But the Bible tells us that the, even though the righteous man falls seven times, God will uphold him with his hand. And we see that Jesus pulled Peter immediately, tells us, grabbed him. So even though um, he fell, God was still there. And, uh, but he did walk on water. So he received the word with joy. And then he hear it, but he hadn't, he, the root wasn't in there. He hadn't retained it fully. Got in and he got some traction out of it, but he hadn't retained it fully. Like the woman with the issue of blood, like these two blind men, because the Bible says that Jesus always admonishes his disciples, where is your faith? How come you guys didn't retain it? How come you didn't let it lodge into you? Who am I, Peter? You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. He says, that revelation, don't give it to everyone. Hold on to it. Based on that, these men, the devil comes to them, and they form the whole religion on that to deceive men from the gospel of sal of their salvation. The gospel of the salvation is that one of those guys are priests, uh, you have a high priest in Jesus Christ, and in fact, you are a priest. And so that whole religion is based on uh, absolute misinterpretation of a, of a revelation that God talked to Peter, and they have a whole religion on that, taking people astray every single day of their life. Because the Bible tells us uh, that uh, uh, Mary came and worshipped Jesus Christ, and he knows who she knew who he was. So... Um, because she knew who he was, Mary is not above the uh, the son, you know. So she worshipped him. She had to become born again, just like everyone else. And so we people need to understand that the enemy is here, that he can get you not to believe and be saved. You must be born again. You must believe and be saved. And that is the purpose of the word of God. Because having heard the word of truth, gospel of your salvation, so. Um, I want to encourage every one of you guys, whatever situation that you are in, bring the word of truth into it and allow it to become the gospel of your salvation. You have to allow it. Abraham did it. He says Abraham was not weak in faith, uh, but he was strong in faith by giving glory unto God. He, and as a result of doing that, the Bible says he came fully persuaded God was able to keep his word. And so he was able to believe and allow the gospel of your salvation as a result of it manifesting the word that he was giving, that he will become a father of many nations. The word of God, he, he retained it, he held on to it, he, he preserved through it, meaning that he held on on the pressure. He didn't consider his body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb, and they got what they needed. So you and I have to realize that the scripture tells us that we have to maintain under pressure. And as we maintain under pressure, we will produce a crop. The gospel of our salvation will, will manifest and we will get some fruit out of it. The Bible tells us that we ought to walk by faith. It tells us that we ought to live. This is how we're supposed to live. It is not a movement, guys. Faith is not a movement. 
Fate is not a movement. Fate is how you and I are supposed to be living. It is how we are supposed to be walking. The Bible says, where God, Jesus said, he says, I come, shall I find faith? And to me, that is a powerful statement. That means that there's going to be a falling away of the church because it, how are you going to please God? It says it's impossible to please God without faith. So the Bible tells us, again, as I said, the just shall live by faith and we walk by faith, as the Bible says, and not by sight. There's a reason you always trust your gut. Your whole body's health depends on it. Did you know 70% of your immune system resides in your gut? Invest in your health with Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Get whole body benefits including gut, heart, skin, and digestive health from 24 clinically and scientifically studied probiotic strains and a plant-based prebiotic. Go to seed.com slash gut and use code 25GUT for 25% off your first month. That's seed.com slash gut, code 25GUT. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.